Hello and welcome back to Dolara's Diary. I have been diarying my whole life and I realize that sounds like it could be misinterpreted quite easily. But what I mean is I have been writing in a diary for as long as I could remember. And a lot of the mission of this diary is to encourage you to write down your thoughts and your experiences and your perspectives and your musings and your songs and your thoughts and your desires and your imaginations and your inner worlds because there's literally no net negative. I don't think I've ever written something down and regretted writing it down. So we're just going to start with that. Now, one of the things that I really like writing down are good pieces of advice. I love good pieces of advice and I love writing down what I think are good pieces of advice and then revisiting it at a later time and thinking, hmm, do I still agree with this or not? Nah? Because our minds change. That's just what they do. And if your mind isn't changing over the course of your life, I think that might be a red flag because I, I think, you know, we're supposed to be evolving and expanding and having as many experiences as possible, which naturally just change you. And so I think if you just, if you aren't changing your mind enough, you might not be exposing yourself to new things as much as you should and so it's interesting because there was a piece of advice that I used to really like and that piece of advice was you get what you expect when you expect something that's typically a, a key ingredient into getting that thing that you desire and if you expect bad things bad things will happen and if you expect good things good things will happen I actually disagree. I mean, I don't, it's not that I disagree with it. It's just, I'm not so crazy about that piece of advice. The piece of advice I'm crazy about now and that I really like now is, or I just, I kind of have always liked it, but now it's kind of as a, I've always liked it as a way to live. Not always. I want to say in recent years, I've liked it as a way to live. And then I realized it can just kind of be boiled down to, a piece of advice that's an alternative to this piece of advice about expecting and then receiving. The advice is be honest with yourself about what you want, write it down, and then expect nothing. <laughs> that's actually the key. And the, it, I think it's amazing for two reasons. One, because when you're expecting nothing, you're also like letting go of the vibration of desiring it or wanting it, which necessarily implies a lack of it. When you are not expecting it and when you're not desiring it, you're not even thinking about it kind of, except for the fact that you know that you want it and you already made that clear when you wrote it down, but then you just kind of like, it's almost like a deeper way of expecting it. It's like, I'm not going to like fucking fixate on um, how it's going to come because I'm not in charge of how it comes and so many so many instances I have experienced where I was clear about what I wanted and I let go of the how and the how came in a way that I just could have never guessed or anticipated 
So I think it's really important to just, I don't even know how to make this concise, but be clear about what you want and then don't expect anything. Like don't be in the energy, I think, of expecting. Just enjoy right now. Find ways to enjoy right now. And every time there is some sort of opportunity to feel bad about something, exercise your mind to think about it in a way where there is a silver lining there always is one you just sometimes it will require employing a little bit more creativity to get there and as you do it continuously it will become easier for me I feel like I'm on autopilot like there are very few instances now where I really have to like get creative with reframing a negative situation in a way that Um, brings me back to a vibration of positivity and gratitude, appreciation and bliss. But it's always there. You can't be grateful and (laughs) you can't be grateful and upset at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of an example of how my belief around expectation kind of evolved over the years. And I wouldn't be able to recognize that if I didn't write it down and also made a point to write down when I was having that thought or belief or perspective or just way of looking at life. Um, And that's why it's so important to document. Now, a few months ago, I posted a TikTok with 10 pieces of iconic advice from Kevin Kelly, and I still think I rock with all of these. But again, it hasn't been that long, so maybe one day I won't. In fact, one of the pieces of advice in the 10 pieces of advice is, uh, what does it say? From history, we know that in 100 years, some assumptions you believe will be proven wrong. The most important question you can ask yourself today is where can I be wrong? So kind of same idea, but like on a more macro scale um, about like larger beliefs, like where where could we be wrong? Like we, there was, okay, wait, 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 wait. I just have to talk about something with you guys. Because this just reminded me of a thought that I was having this week about, well, it started with, um, who was it? Oh, I was talking with my friend about Doja Cat. And like, listen, this like, what? wait, what just happened with the sound? Testing. Okay, we're good. Uh, I personally just don't really rock with like the the devil stuff like it's not my preferred aesthetic and the part about all of this that really irks me and this is what I was talking about with my friend it's like if it was an artistic thing which I want to believe it is I'm just wondering why so many artists go for this like Satan fucking vibe, because if it was about expression, then artists, I feel like they want to differentiate themselves. But like all of these. I don't know, between fashion and music and art, like. What is what is the overdoing of the the devilly stuff? 
it's just tired. Like it can't be because it's that fucking like cutting. Is it just because it's, is it just because it's the extreme like of, I don't know, the unexpected, it's not even unexpected anymore though because it's just been done so many times and for so long and that's the thing that like makes me think are we just turning a blind eye to this and the other thing I was thinking was like with like Michael Jackson when he was as big as he was he was like hanging out with these, you know, little boys, right? And regard, let's let's just say he was just besties with these little boys. Let's assume <laughs> that he wasn't doing like weird things. It's still not okay. It's just still not it's not it's not worth not questioning and the fact that as a society we didn't question it. And let it just and and we're just like haha no big fucking deal. Have I talked about this already? Because or, I mean I was talking about this the other night with my friend and um and it kind of goes back to this piece of advice. It's like you know every however many years we'll look back and be like why did we all just accept this? And with like the devil art stuff, I just I don't know why we're. It's and then I don't like those vibes at all. I don't even like the fact that I'm talking about it on my podcast, but I guess it has to be it kind of has to be talked about at some point. Can we just like as artists like stop with can we just like. Can we just not the weekend too? But also, this is coming from someone who doesn't like like scary movies simply for the fact that I'm not interested in like being in a low vibration. And that's all that horror movies are. They don't make me feel good. Is it like a cold plunge type situation where it's like it's so bad that it makes your life feel better? Like I'm just not understanding the appeal there. Um, that being said, like, I still love Doja Cat because I love her work and I love her attitude and I love her bravery and I love her talent and I love so much about her and it just makes it hard. It's, it's, I guess you can just like certain things about someone and dislike other things about them at the same time but then we yeah then then we have to ask ourselves the question well when is it too far at what point does one behavior discredit everything else and I don't know the answer to that question I don't know the answer to, I don't know what that line is And I don't know if that line is straight. I don't know if it's squiggly. I don't know if it depends on the situation. I mean, everything depends on the situation, right? Like, all I know is I feel uncomfortable right now talking about it. Like, I literally, I feel like my insides are tight. So let's just stop. (laughs) 
Um, and let's get back to the good stuff. Okay, so let me just do a recap of the 10 pieces of advice that was in that video because it was a really good, it's just really good, a good reminder. And it was a great video. So let's talk about it. The first piece of, the, what's going on? I think I'm just really thrown by that topic. <clears throat> Maybe I need to take a deep breath. Why am I being so dramatic? <sighs> okay. <laughs> First piece of advice. Don't ever work for someone you don't want to become. I think this is absolutely valid. That being said, okay, let me actually like disagree with myself a little bit. There are many, there are like, there were times in my life where I was working for someone I didn't want to become. And even in those experiences, like it taught me something and I don't regret it. And every experience serves its purpose. But I think like hypothetically and now that I know better, that's definitely the conclusion that I have drawn. Now I'm thinking like, if I went back and I employed this piece of advice, how would my life look now? I don't know. It's not even my fucking business. I'm happy with where I am right now. Um, you know that one saying, another piece of advice, it's like, um, there's no story better than yours or there's no life better than yours yeah i think it's there's no life better than yours mm -hmm. no such thing as a life that's better than yours it's actually from a song it's actually beautiful from j cole oh wow i didn't know that Anyway, so, and then what does he say? He says, for what's money without happiness? A bar. Or hard times without people you love? Sure. Always going to be a whip that's better than the one you got. Always going to be some clothes that's fresher than the ones you rock. Always going to be a bitch that's badder out there on the tours. But you ain't never going to be happy till you love yours. Wow. I need to listen to this song. This is so good. <gasps> Wow, I love this. And I love that we just like kind of randomly came across it. Major, major um, love to J. Cole. What a beautiful way to use your craft and your platform. Okay, piece of advice number two. When someone is nasty, rude, hateful, or mean with you, pretend they have a disease. This makes it easier to have empathy towards them. Absolutely, I still agree. I still agree. Um, I mean, let me disagree with myself. I feel like it might be a little dangerous to pretend someone has a disease <laughs> because like, thoughts are energy and I don't, like I never, I really am against lying and using like a health reason as an excuse. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to you. Don't put that shit out there. Like that's just not ever a good idea. Um, 
and so same sense maybe pretend when someone's nasty rude hateful or mean with you instead of pretend they have a disease pretend they're an idiot pretend they're an idiot like no we can we can do better uh pretend pretend that like i don't know um maybe okay so this isn't something that's like future based it's like maybe there's there was just someone in their life that i mean this is the reality of it is that there's someone in their life that made them that way or an experience in their life that made them their, that way it's not their fault and all you can do when you have like a strong sense of who you are and um you know that someone else's opinion really does not change who you are you kind of can just laugh at the situation but don't pretend they have a disease yeah okay piece of advice number three about 99 percent of the time the right time is right now see i could see many worlds in which this doesn't hold true because sometimes I don't know i think maybe i'm reaching now but something i i definitely believe and know for sure is that when i want something i receive it when i'm ready for it and there are, and i've said this before there's times where i've received something and i'm like oh my god if i got this any sooner even though i wanted it sooner i wouldn't have been ready and i feel so grateful for that delay um but i don't think that's what this piece of advice means i think what like the heart of this piece of advice is to just like go for it. Don't hesitate. Like hesitation is the worst. And I don't know. I guess it, it comes down to what, how do you differentiate between hesitation and like your intuition telling you something to like redirect, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the answer will come to me. Number four, don't keep making the same mistakes. Make new mistakes. Yes. I love this. Um, because making new mistakes implies more experimentation, which implies more opportunity to discover something new. And that's the thing about like this whole scavenger hunt for living, you know, the life of our dreams. It's like, well, to, to create a reality that you have never experienced before, you have to have experiences you've never had before. Like, that's the only way you can get there. It's just like sometimes, sometimes it will be it and sometimes it won't be, but everything is getting you closer. So don't make the same mistakes, make new mistakes. Number five, from history, we know that in a hundred years, some assumptions you believe, oh yeah, we already talked about this, will be you believe will be wrong. The most important question you can ask yourself today is where can I be wrong? Yeah, still, still a goodie. Number six, don't be the best, be the only. Um, I, I disagree with this insofar as you don't even have to try to be the only because you are the only. And so you can be the best version of yourself, like be the best version of yourself because you are the only and, and, and trust that what makes you different is your superpower. 
and lean into what makes you different. I, I think we're like all so conditioned to lean into like what makes us like everyone else, like this desire for conforming. And that was me for, for a long time in many ways. And then it's also for sure been always a part of my identity that I didn't like doing something that has already been done before. Um, but there was definitely, definitely just times where I wanted to be more, I don't know, I don't know, like, like everyone else. And now I just really try to lean into what makes me different. Um, and I think that the world would be so much more vibrant if everyone leaned into what made them different. It just doesn't feel as safe. Because when you're doing, when we do what everyone else is doing, it's safe because it's like, if they're doing it, nothing could go wrong. But you just put a ceiling on on what could go right. And yes, you're also exposing yourself to a risk of like, what if it doesn't serve you? But I don't know. I just feel like when we do things out of love, it will always serve us because we're serving the world and it's all just one big circle. <laughs> What's next? Number seven, when there's an argument between two sides, pick the third side. That's that's definitely Libra coded. And I I think I still agree. I think the idea is that it forces you to get creative with not creative, no. I think what it does is it forces you to <laughs> just have your own opinion. Have your own opinion um instead of choosing like an opinion from options just come up with your own opinion and it's okay to embody kind of multiple sides in your own opinion um and also yeah it does actually it does kind of encourage you to be creative in what your opinion is because you're not picking from uh, a list of opinions it's it's your own creation and I think that is the best way that we could express ourselves maybe maybe that's true sometimes maybe for a lot of people it's the only way that they can express themselves because they have trouble coming up with their own opinions for whatever reason but I would still think that there is value in practicing um, and maybe because right now I'm thinking of like something like chat GPT right where let's say someone even with like a language barrier like they see something and, and they're like or a song even it's like ah that's what that's actually 
much closer to my emotion and feeling than anything that I could come up with myself. And I think that's valid. I think it's just important to be careful because sometimes you might find yourself strongly agreeing with one part of some opinion or perspective outside of your own that you came across and then automatically adopt or agree with the rest of the idea because you so strongly agree with part of it. You don't have to agree with everything just because you strongly agree with a part of something. And I think that's also where like a lot of creativity kind of is. It's it's cure it's a your per, your personality is just a curation of all of your experiences. It's just like deciding what you like and what you don't like based off of everything you're exposed to. So just be mindful of what you're choosing because it's your personality. It's your experience. Um, number eight, no one is as impressed with your possessions as you are. Yes. But also, I think someone would probably be more impressed with my possessions than I am impressed with my possessions because... Um, it's just so easy to take a lot of, it's so easy to take stuff for granted because you're used to it. And, um, I really try not to, I really, but it, it's kind of, there are certain things where it does feel like work to actively be grateful for it because you're just, it's so a part of your life. Um, that even like breathing right like it's just always there so to be grateful for the fact that you can even like breathe comfortably even just it's one thing to breathe but then like breathe comfortably comfortably no phlegm in your throat no wheezing no shortness of breath I mean I can't even say that I'm just speaking for myself um Whoa, my stomach just grumbled. <laughs> that is huge. That's huge. My sister, she has a sore throat right now. And it just reminds me, like, every time I have a sore throat or I'm sick, it's just, like, a, such a strong reminder of being grateful for all the times that you're not sick and all the times that swallowing doesn't hurt, you know? It's just so important to consistently remind yourself because it really changes the way that you see the world and the way that you see yourself. And it is just the cheat code to this game. Like gratitude is, I don't know how else to describe it. That's a terrible way to describe it actually, cheat code, but it's true. <laughs> Um, gratitude is the key. Gratitude is the secret sauce. Gratitude is a beautiful thing to receive it, to give it. And it's always accessible. It's always accessible. Anyway, last piece of advice. 
for the from this video was ask anyone you admire their lucky breaks happened on a detour from their main goal facts yeah all my lucky breaks happen uh, on a detour from my main goal I feel like I feel like yeah and I feel like for all the people I know and their lucky breaks it happened on a detour from their main goal and this goes back to what we were talking about about um letting go of the how and I think so like so often we'll hear stuff with manifestation about like visualize everything and and very clearly visualize the end result and feel allow yourself to feel how it will feel but don't 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 try to visualize the house just let it go let it go and get into now get into now and just slurp up the now with as much gratitude appreciation um bliss as you can in every moment in every experience um so I've actually curated a new list of advice that I really like. And maybe I'll make this into a short form. But I really like these ones. They're freshly picked, which means they reflect what I feel now. So maybe I'll revisit them in the future and disagree with myself and feel differently. And it'll be a cute vibe. Until then let's get into it number one when someone cuts you off in traffic assume that they're rushing to the airport to see their family member they haven't seen in 20 years or whatever other situation you can think of that would actually make you feel good and would make you almost feel like you kind of played a part in this beautiful story of um a reuniting or um, someone maybe going to give birth or something because the situation's the same either way they cut you off you can be pissed about it or you can feel amazing about it the situation stays the same do you want to feel pissed off like do you like do you like feeling frustrated do you like feeling angry because if you do then fucking scream all you want I don't. I don't like feeling that way. Um, I like giggling. I like I like feeling like, wow. And I like feeling like, yay. And I like feeling like, I don't know, love, you know? That's what I like feeling. I'm not interested in fucking being pissed. I would like to avoid that feeling as much as I can, if I can help it. And I can always help it. Number two, set, uh, see challenges as opportunities dressed in work clothes. Yeah, 1,000%. Like, a challenge is really, it's just going to reveal something about yourself that you didn't know, and it's going to make you better. It's an opportunity dressed in work clothes. And something that I have realized recently is just that everything kind of seems 
everything's hard until you do it enough and it just doesn't become hard anymore. And it's a really cool feeling to, to feel something become less difficult. To do hard things is just such a rewarding experience and it's easy to avoid, but if you commit to not avoiding it, you're, you're in store for a treat, a cosmic treat. Number three, seven shitty daily workouts will get you way closer to your fitness goals than one killer workout over the span of a week. Factoids. In the same sense, this actually, so these are actually written by me. Well, the first, the first four, yeah, these first four are written by me. Seven shitty meditations will get you way closer to your mindfulness goals than one amazing meditation over the span of a week. Factoids again. Um, I think we are well aware that consistent average work beats out inconsistent perfect work, but sometimes we just have to be reminded. And I think that in the context of meditation, it's not talked about as much. Like shitty meditations are great if you're consistent with it. Um, whereas a great, deep, amazing meditation, once in a blue moon, it's, it's good for the sake of it. It feels good after... But to get the long-term benefits, to rewire your brain, in the same sense of getting the long-term benefits of a workout, like having a, uh, in being in shape and being healthy, like same thing with your mind. Number five, pro tip, tackling a problem with a smile often disarms it faster than overthinking. So kind of in the same theme as number one, like you can pick your mood at any given moment. You can pick your mood at any given moment and it actually is more efficient for you to find a way to laugh about a situation, to have fun in the situation and in the in the tackling of the problem than like with your eyebrows furrowed, like huffing and puffing and complaining about it and f- feeling like the victim. It, it does you a disservice to go through it that way. I know maybe it might feel satisfying to like, you know, be a damsel and be like, oh, this is so hard. I have so much to do. And I'm just, I'm just, you know, X, Y, and Z. And the problem is this big, scary beast. And I don't know if I can do it. And oh, it's just so much. And it's so hard. It's just a, it's just a not a vibey vibration. to be in and to put out and to subject others to instead of the vibration of oh my gosh this is so hard and I'm gonna learn it and I'm gonna fucking like be so much better because of it and I'm gonna come up with tricks that make me laugh to get better at it and I'm gonna 
come up with creative ways to make this an enjoyable experience and you know like just this overall feeling like just approaching it with excitement as opposed to I don't know I don't know um number six life is a playlist don't hesitate to skip the tracks that don't resonate with you yes you're under no obligation to do something that brings down your vibration that you are under no obligation and and certainly don't allow like loneliness or feeling accepted or feeling heard allow you to compromise your energetic um what's the word i don't know your your energy um and as you go through things like you just don't have to feel like there's just this i don't know you don't have to suffer you don't have to suffer and sometimes suffering can benefit you but like a lot of times it serves no purpose and you just kind of have to come up you just have to develop and it kind of just happens with life but develop the skill of understanding just like what you don't have to suffer through and that can be a fucking event that could be a class that could be a song that could be a chapter that could be like it could be anything just take the best leave the rest number seven you are never too young to wonder why am i still doing this you need to have an excellent answer Oof, that one's a kevin kelly um bop it's same theme as the one before. You're never too young to wonder, why am I still doing this? You need to have an excellent answer. I love that part. You need to have an excellent answer. It's either a hell yes or it's a no, girls. And everyone else. Everyone's a girl. What a compliment to be called a girl. Girls? Anyway. You're never too young to wonder why am I still doing this you need to have an excellent answer you need to have an excellent answer babes number eight if nobody else does what you do you won't need a resume that one's hot if nobody else was if nobody else does what you do you won't need a resume that's for sure I don't some I think a lawyer asked for my resume and it was crazy because I just like don't even remember the last time I used a resume um and I remember always hating them I hated resumes and I hated cover letters and it makes sense because it it's just so dumb to reduce a human being to a piece of paper not just a piece of paper, a piece of paper with like, I don't know, metrics about what I've done. What about my soul? <laughs> um, 
but you know, wow, how many times, how many resumes have I like submitted throughout the course of my life? Who knows? It served a purpose. Number nine, you can reduce the annoyance of someone's stupid belief by increasing your understanding of why they believe it. Absolutely. If you lived someone else's life and had every experience they had, you would do the same thing they did. Like, again, same theme with like the cutting you off in traffic. Like, you don't have to be annoyed. Like, you can just, when you, when you remind yourself why they feel the way they feel and that it kind of has nothing to do with them and it certainly has nothing to do with you you just um you don't have to be as upset you just remove yourself take the best leave the rest it all kind of is connected with each other and finally no amount of anxiety makes any difference to anything that's going to happen that's an alan watts one shout out alan alan watts is that girl facts no amount of anxiety makes any difference to anything that's gonna happen yeah these were good ones all right i'm gonna leave you guys with those um i hope you enjoyed today's episode i enjoy your ears (laughs) and i hope you Have a beautiful day, night. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you are staying grateful. And I love you so much. Um, It's like like I'm having trouble hanging up, being on the phone right now. (laughs) No, you hang up. (laughs) Okay, I'll hang up. Uh, Love you, bye.